0: podcast is sponsored by WorthPoint. find out what your antiques are worth at worthpoint.com i'm with carrie sari how are you carrie
1: good martin how are you doing
0: good and we met in brimfield yeah and but i saw your your blog a long time ago and now it's a facebook page basically we're going to talk about social media and antiques that's kind of our general topic can you tell me about your facebook page
1: yeah, I have, my Facebook page is Antique Therapy. I've had it maybe oh, about 2 or 3 years, I guess. And I first well, I first had a personal page and then I developed my business page um just to advertise different shows that I was going to be doing like Brimfield or um you know the shops um that I'm in. Um and I try to post pictures weekly of you know new things that I buy and mm-hmm. whatnot. So yeah.
0: Now is there is there interaction with people
1: yeah. with you on that page? Oh daily. Yeah. Daily. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And
0: do people start going off on their own type of postings and things like that or is it all geared to um, what you're doing?
1: Yeah, I mean, usually it's a comment, um, you know, they ask me if I post a picture of something specific, they'll ask me if, if they want it, I mean they'll ask me for a price on it, you mm-hmm. know, um, or they'll ask me some history about certain things um that's generally yeah
0: yeah and yourself how did you get involved in antiques to begin with
1: you know i i grew up in massachusetts so in Mm. in a you know state that's full of history and my parents in our house you know we were surrounded by it growing up Mm -hmm. so it was just i guess it's in my blood i guess (laughs) and when did you
0: when did you start like buying and selling how how long ago um
1: probably about seven years ago, I'd say. I've always been a collector of things, uh-huh. you know, and as I've gotten older, my styles have changed, you know, and yeah. what I buy and I think what I don't buy. I it does everybody.
0: I mean, uh, I know it has with me several times. Yeah. So what yeah. made you make the jump from collector to actually selling?
1: I think I just was, I've always been a creative person and I just kind of I wanted I was a preschool teacher for a long time uh-huh. and I think I was getting kind of burnt out doing that. Yeah,
0: that would drive anyone dandy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I just kind of um I don't know. I just I really just I've always loved old things and history and yeah, like I said I'd always collected things when I first got my first apartment, you know, I'd go to yard sales, flea markets, an- mm-hmm. antique shops and try to things, you know, find things for my house. And then I, you know, people always said you really have a creative flair for, you know, decorating with antiques. So, you know, you should try maybe selling at, you know, flea markets or, you know, different things. And and then so eventually I got into a shop in Sterling. Um, and then I, I really wanted to be in an area where there was more history. So I actually wound up being in Concord, Mass. Oh
0: yeah, it's such a beautiful town. Yeah. We're not too
1: far from there right now, really. No. Yeah. So it's, so I, you know, there's just so much going on there and there's a lot of other antique shops, you know, there's probably Mm. about four or five antique shops in that area. Um, And, you know, I got an email actually from one called Thoroughly Antiques, and you know they wanted me to be in the shop, and so I was really thrilled about that. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So so I've been there for about four years, I think. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So.
0: And getting back to the social media, what kind of role do you think that plays in antiques today?
1: I would say it, it plays a big part in the sense that you can just market your business. You know, you 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 go out collecting things. You know, whether it be at flea markets or other shops, and. Uh, You bring them into the shop and you take a picture of them, you know, you put them up on Facebook Mm -hmm. and then people, people usually want, you know, whatever you have, if if that's their style. It's just a great way to advertise yourself. You know,
0: a few years ago, if you would have told me this, I would have never believed it. It's, it's really an amazing, you know, because the first thing I think of in Facebook and and it's really not true, but I just think of like young people or mostly young people on Facebook, but you know. Uh, I'm not exactly young, and all my friends are on Facebook. Right, so right, right. I guess it kind of yeah. spans across.
1: Yeah, the, I think it does. I mean, you know, i i i have friends that are in their seventies and they're on there. You know, yeah. I think some of the old school people in the antiques world, I think yeah, Facebook is a little scary to them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they you know maybe they're not really tech savvy, and yeah. for the younger generation, you know, that's. I don't know that's that's where we are at I guess yeah but um well I I
0: think it's it's, pretty interesting that you can actually drive somewhere and I've done this a few times and right from my phone I'll post pictures right on my Facebook page oh yeah that's That's pretty cool
1: that's really cool yeah yeah I mean you know when I'm at Brimfield I usually do Brimfield a couple times a year and I work yeah meticulously to you know um set up my booth for a couple days and I want to take pictures, you know, of what I've created as far as, you know, just different vignettes. And I think it really helps to sell, you know, and yeah. just market yourself. Um, and then I take a ton of pictures afterwards, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I just throw them up on Facebook, either on, you know, through my iPhone or a lot of the times I'll take better pictures with my better camera. I'll go home and, you know, just edit them and then do a whole album, post them on Facebook. and
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. so Well... Do people in general, like, I mean, I this podcast has a Facebook page. I think there's 1,700 uh, likes on it or so, something like that. But do people actually go on Facebook and search the word antique? How does that work? I don't even know how that works.
1: I think they, they search for, for random things. Yeah, I mean, I would say they, they search for the word and maybe antiques. But a lot of the times, a lot of the people that I know, if they have a business name, you know, they'll, they'll search for that business name. Like if you want to go in and, you know, you search for antique therapy, my page comes right up, you know, Mm -hmm. or worth point, you know, that comes right up. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's great networking too. When you're, you know, either in a shop or you're at a show and you meet people and, you know, you hand them your business card and say, you know, go check out my Facebook page. You know, I, Mm -hmm. I post things daily or, you know, even if I'm not posting pictures on there, you know, I'm maybe I'm posting a blurb of, you know, where I'm gonna be or what show I'm at or you yeah. know, things like that. So Well I think yeah. it's
0: it's interesting. I I actually your 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 blog basically morphed into your Facebook page. Yeah. Which I think is very interesting because I think it was I wanna say it was four years ago I ran across your blog mm-hmm. and I told you that at Brimfield because I thought it was such a cool name. Yeah. Where did you come up? up with antique yep. therapy
1: well you know I my my husband said you know you got to find a, a brand name that that sticks with people that they'll remember yeah you know and I thought well I'm in antiques and for me it, it's therapy you know yeah. when I when I go out <laughs> hunting for things you know whether you know whether I'm at a flea market or I'm in the basement of an old home you know searching for treasures you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. Um, it, it's therapy for me it's just you don't think about any of your other daily stresses yeah. in your life you know yeah I, I
0: totally i totally get that you know and uh, i think that was that's a really great concept you know when i go into when i'm in the mode mm-hmm. searching in a nice old home right if they say can you, you go ahead and go up in the attic and right. take a look around if there's anything you see up there that's worth something let us know and we'll talk about it you know type of thing right boy i'm in heaven oh yeah and i'm, I'm your totally, heart starts racing oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you start finding things. Oh yeah, and yep. um, it, it's a total treasure hunt. Yeah, you know, and and it's it's what keeps me very active in this business yep. still. Th- that type of thing.
1: And I think anybody in this business, I think that's that's what keeps them involved in it. It's it's always the hunt. Everybody says, you know, and to me, and, it um, has
0: less to do with money, yeah, than to do with finding something rare. Right. I really enjoy, right touching and holding and reading like say a rare document yeah or or something like that I mean that that's much more exciting than you know when you see what it sells for
1: right right in my opinion and wondering where where it was and who held that and yeah I I I get that it's 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 neat Yeah. yeah yeah
0: and you know I I know we talked a little bit before about you know what's going on with young people today and and you know, I think that that's always going to be something to hook in the younger generations in, is this, you know, the treasure hunt. Mm-hmm. And, and what do you mm-hmm. think about the shows, all the antique-related shows? Do you think that helps? On TV? Yeah. Do you think it helps, like, people get more involved?
1: I think it helps people get more involved. Um, I think I think a lot of the times now people think, though, if they have things at home, that they're worth millions, yeah. you know. <laughs> Well, and I had and a, they a, might not be, you know. <laughs> uh,
0: I I work with someone on the antiques roadshow, and and uh, the other day he was in Jacksonville, Florida, and they saw eight thousand people there, mm-hmm. and but his common statement is that. People will say it's just like the one I saw on the road show, but you know, it's round instead of square. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and it's this instead of that, you know, and it is almost like it's dangerous knowledge. And, and the same thing with the internet. There's a right. lot of dangerous yeah. knowledge on there because there's a lot of similar things. Right, Some right. Some people will shoot from the hip and buy something mm. for crazy money and it's not right. Well, there's and a lot it's of reproduction. Right, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And yeah. almost every podcast, um, if you go back and listen to the podcast, I talk about fakes. Yeah. <laughs> almost oh, every single one. Okay. Because yeah. it really, um, you know, it's 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 an issue and it'll, it will always be an issue as long as things have value. Right. Fakes will right. Uh, be an issue. Yeah. yeah, of course. And have you ever, asked, I know I can tell you right now, I've bought fakes by accident in all my years out there. Yeah. And has that happened to you?
1: yeah i i I think I probably have I think things certain pottery, maybe Asian pottery mm-hmm. uh, you know I might not be the, the most knowledgeable in that so i yeah. you know i I generally can tell whether things are older, but you know yeah there's sometimes you get fooled and there are definitely some great reproductions out there you know I
0: talked to a one of the i'm not going to say his name, but he is considered by a lot of people the top art dealer in the country Mm -hmm. in New York City Mm -hmm. and you know he said to me he said is I can still be wrong 10% of the time yeah and I thought that was profound to hear that
1: yeah yeah
0: you know someone that has so much knowledge and has multi-millions of dollars worth of artwork that he's handling yeah and he still can be wrong
1: well you can only know so much I think yeah there's so many different types of things you know in the antique world and you can only be knowledgeable in so much of it you know yeah yeah, there's, there's just that's, there's so know, many things to collect, you know. <laughs> that's what's really
0: fun for me is learning. Still, you know, I mean, yeah, been at it since I was a little kid, and I still learn yeah. every single week. Oh yeah, I learn something new. Yep, yep. And it's a, it's a real adventure.
1: Yeah, that's part of the fun, I think. Yeah, you
0: know. Now you said that you're really into history, as as I am as well. And I always feel like the historic connection to something really makes it exciting. And, and do you um. Do you actually look for things like that? Like, do you do research of anything?
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of the times I'll go on, you know, I think like everybody now. I I used to go have, you know, certain books that I would go to, but now I, I Google. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I hate to say you know, it, but it's just quick and easy, you know. And Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I do go to eBay. eBay is not always accurate, I think, when yeah. trying to research things. But, um, you know, I had a book the other day, actually, that I bought. Um, it was an Asian book. And I really didn't know anything about it. So I googled it and a guy's name came up and he lived in South Dakota. So mm. I called him up and, you know, I got some information about it. And he, he was very knowledgeable on it. And, you know, knew just what I had. And so that was pretty cool. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's yeah. that's the, the beauty of the Internet. It's just so instantaneous, you know.
0: Yeah. yeah even though previously I said, you know, there's a lot of misinformation on there. Right. There's still an amazing amount of information because if you go back... You know, I've been in the auction business for a long time, in, way before the internet started. Mm-hmm. And I would go into libraries, I go into historical societies. Right. I still occasionally do. You know, I still um, do some research in yep. like historical societies and museums when I'm trying to find a specific, you know, tie to a piece or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But um, all the time was spent in books mm-hmm. and researching that way. Yep. It is so instantaneous.
1: Yeah, yeah. On the internet, and sometimes you know you just you can't find anything. I mean, sometimes I go on and I search for hours on something, and I'm just I just I just can't find any information about yeah. you know, and yeah. then other times you know I'll I'll go if I can't find it in the internet. Usually, what I do is I'll call up one of my other fellow dealers. You know, mm-hmm. there's other women in the shop in Thoroughly, um, and they've been there for years, so a lot of them are really knowledgeable about things, you know. Yeah. So that's a nice that's a good shirt. resource. That's good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, cuz everybody kind of has their own niche, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you know, you know, sometimes I'm kind of a collector what I buy and you know every once in a while, you know, say I'll buy some fabric or, you know, an old remnant um and there's a woman in the shop and I'll call her up and ask her and you know, I'll send her a picture and say, mm-hmm. do you know, do you know anything about this? Can you tell me about it? And so, you know, so that's always to me, that, that's actually, you know, that, that's the next best thing to the internet is oh, yeah. know, just people, knowing people and, you know, yeah. and the information that they have about, you know, certain things.
0: You know, grow, growing up in this business, I know a lot of the old timers that are gone now, you know, I mean, mm. passed away. Yeah. And that had such incredible knowledge. hmm That's gone. Yep. You know, yeah, walking encyclopedias. Oh, yeah. You know, when they go... When those yeah. people go, that knowledge oh, is yeah. gone. Yeah. And it's too bad it wasn't, you know, chronicled in some type of way.
1: Right. So. Well, I mean, my, my grandfather actually used to work for Waltham Watches. Oh, really? You know, yeah. yeah. And I That's actually... like the most
0: common pocket watch Yeah, there, yeah,
1: I know. I know. And yeah. I remember, you know, he had the whole watchmaker's cabinet, you oh, know, yeah. growing up. It was up in his bedroom in his closet. and um, <laughs> And growing up, I didn't really think anything about it, you know, but now... The irony is, um, what's popular, well, one of the things that's popular in the shop that I'm in is old watch parts. Watch you know, parts? Like, yeah, watch parts, like clock gears, things like that, like enamel watch faces. And um, what do pe-
0: people just do artwork?
1: People from? do, yeah, they they do altered art, they do jewelry. Yeah. You know, they they do all sorts of kind of crazy things. They call it the steampunk. Oh, movement. Yes. Have you heard of the steampunk? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've
0: actually <laughs> brought this up in a couple of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, so, I never knew they were actually using. Yeah, it. it makes total sense. And you know, I've been at auctions sometimes where an old watchmaker or repair shop will be offered, in boxes and boxes of.
1: Oh yeah, parts. it's real popular now. But no,
0: I mean, I'm not talking. I'm talking a while back. It was, okay, it wasn't so popular. Yeah. And now it would be. It is bad. popular now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you just you know if you Google steampunk comes yeah. right up all that stuff yeah but but yeah the irony is that you know i i wish my grandfather was around now so i could ask him more questions about you know his days and yeah in the watchmaking factory and you know so
0: did he have several waltham watches as well he
1: did yep. yeah yeah primarily like a lot of pocket watches i think they're they're in the family now but yeah yeah
0: getting back to social media um do you use twitter
1: yeah i don't i i have a twitter account but i just I just don't really use it. I guess until recent now, I, I guess you can post pictures on there, but yeah. um, you know, before you couldn't, and Facebook you could, and yeah, I, I don't know. I just like Facebook's you know usability better. I don't mm-hmm. know. I just
0: I, I don't under you know I've never really quite understood Twitter because the if you have a lot of followers, then things just move so fast, and right, right? How do you see it and, and all that? But when I was at an auction where there's a major John. F. Kennedy collection, mm-hmm. I was tweeting that.
1: Right, right, you know? right. And
0: then I saw a couple of the tweets were retweeted. Oh, you know? okay. So, I mean, yep. someone was paying attention. Right, what right.
1: I'm well, you must have a lot of followers. I, I, I don't know. That's yeah. I, really don't
0: <laughs> I think it's up there a bit. But yeah. still, um, I don't see it myself also as that much of a, um, as a tool for the antiques business. I may be wrong. Mm-hmm. I know that people have like tweeted auctions in the mm-hmm. past. A friend of mine was tweeting an auction in Germany, and mm-hmm. had all kinds of people watching. I guess they watch it,
1: right? Right? Watch right? Watch
0: type event events, yep. and something like that. Yep. So in that type of situation I think it's a good tool.
1: Well I guess if you kind of announce beforehand that you know you're going to be tweeting from a show and you already have a good base of followers mm-hmm. you know I guess it would come in handy then because people would just you know they would wait until you're you're there at the show and then just watch your tweets but I think as far as I know I just like Facebook is Facebook to me is instantaneous as well. Yeah. You know you post something and you know literally you watch I, I watch my page to see how many people i've reached mm-hmm. you know and sometimes within a half an hour i've reached 200 people yeah you know and within that half an hour you know if it's something people really want to talk about or they really want to buy or mm-hmm. whatever they they'll post a comment you know and it's it's instantaneous yeah. so that's now, the i was beauty helping
0: of it. I, I helped um... I do a little work here and there with Worth Point, mm-hmm. and they asked me to find some really strange antiques. Mm-hmm. So what they were doing, and I did find them, and, you know, like I'd send a picture, and they'd say, what the heck is that? And then I'd tell them what it is. Yeah. Um, whether it's a sugar cutter or, you know, just bizarre looking things. Uh, dental tool. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Early dental tool. So they were posting these things, and I'm telling you, I was watching it, and boy, they were getting a lot of people. excited about trying to guess what these things were and they win a free t-shirt oh yeah well if there's
1: anything free involved yeah people love that it always works yeah
0: so thank you so much for joining us today
1: thank you martin thanks for having me
0: all right This podcast is sponsored by WorthPoint. Find out what your antiques are worth at worthpoint.com.